Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm and we're located in Riverside. I'm a certified financial planner. I have three other individuals in my office that are also certified as well as an attorney. And we are all fiduciaries. And if you wanna know what a fiduciary is and why it's important, uh, just go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com to find out more about our firm or just give us a call. Phone number is 951. 951- 6847011. Now every week what I do is I divide my program into three parts. The first part is what I refer to as retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management and the third one is news you can use. Now in the first segment of the program today, I'm going to talk about um, social security. And so the question is, I get, I get a lot of conversation with new prospective clients as well as existing clients. And, and it, it kind of comes into two parts. The first part is, will Social Security be there when I need it? You know, will it last my whole lifetime? And should I start taking it sooner rather than later? Now, each one of those are very valid questions. Um, and I, I, try to, I try to deal with the facts. Now, there's a lot of things that we don't know about is regarding the future, um, but it's a good question to really ask about what is the viability of Social Security? Will it last? And, and really, the, the, really, the, the, really, the key issue is that Social Security is a program that will probably last at least for our generation and probably for the next several generations. And the reason for that is that it is an acceptable and, and it's something that people want. So politically, it is expedient to retain Social Security. Now, the question is, is will it be financially viable? And the answer to that is probably it will always have some kind of deficit. And the reason it has a deficit is because the number of people that are paying into Social Security has diminished dramatically over the last generation for those people that are actually receiving Social Security benefit because it's a current account situation. So Social Security receives about 76 cents in for every dollar it pays out. So over past decades, it built up a surplus. That surplus is going to be gone about 2030. So therefore, we have this adjustments to Social Security and the potential adjustments that may occur. And that's really what people are asking about is, are they going to just end it? And, And no. No, I, I don't. I don't see that as a possibility. I've talked to Social Security people. I've talked to legislators, and I've read a lot about this because it's such an essential part of the income that people receive when they go into retirement. But really, the issue is, 
you know, you need to kind of take a good hard look at your own personal economics. And I think that at the end of the day, Social Security makes up about 40% of your cost of living. In other words, your budget items. Now, so for some people, it makes up a greater percentage of that. And some people it makes, you know, it's not significant at all because they make enough money. But at the end of the day, you need to understand what Social Security benefits are and whether or not you should take them earlier or should you wait. Because if you wait, Social Security benefits actually increase. And I've had a lot of people, we've had a lot of conversation about this. I, I always urge people, I said, work another year or two longer than you really would like to. And you want to hold off your Social Security benefits until you're age 70. It's one of the best financial decisions that people make because Social Security increases at 8% a year from your full retirement age all the way up to age 70. And now for some of you, that may seem like a real reach that I'm going to hold off getting my Social Security until I'm 70. But again, if you work until you're 67, maybe 68, that changes the economic outcome in your household. So therefore, Social Security will remain in place. I don't see that as an issue. I do see that in order for it to be sustainable based upon the worker-user ratio, it's going to have to be altered. Now, those alterations are going to come in a variety of things, so they may raise the full retirement age. So on your Social Security statement, you look, there's like there's these line items. Well, the one line item is the full retirement age. That's when you can continue to work and still receive all of your Social Security benefits. And if you wait until age 70, but also they have a line item below that, like at age 62, you can start taking Social Security early and you see what the, the discount is on the monthly income. So therefore, waiting until you're older always makes more sense. Wait until you absolutely have to. Don't worry about, well, if I, if I don't live long, I'm gonna not get my Social Security benefits. The, the really the, the best way to look at this is that you're going to outlive most of the people around you and you're going to go outlive most of the generations before you. So therefore, look at your lifespan, look at what your mortality is. Now, in some circumstances, it clearly makes sense that people would take their Social Security earlier, but that's something that we would take into account. But again, I think that it really comes into play is that you want to get the most benefit because most people I talk to, they live longer than they realize. I've got clients in their 80s and 90s, and they, they look at me and they say, I didn't think I was going to live this long. And the issue is they're living longer, but also they're healthier. They didn't smoke. They don't overeat. They've exercised appropriately. All the things that have helped them. And if they have some genetic benefit, they would continue to have real strong lifespans going. Again, all of us have health problems as we get older. But the thing that I really, really appreciate is that we're living in a time of phenomenal medical breakthroughs, not only with joint replacement, but also with cholesterol and high blood pressure and all the things that would shorten our lifespan. You know, preventative medicine is, is absolutely a miracle. Those people that go in on a regular basis and they find some little lump, you go to see your dermatologist and they, they remove something that could have been life-threatening if you let it go. These are things that you want to continue to do. But again, if, if you're a person that takes care of yourself, you, you see your doctor on a regular basis and you are an advocate for preventative health care, most likely you're going to live much longer than you realize. So therefore, you want to stretch that income out as much as you possibly can. 
Now this year, social security benefits gonna go up by 1.3%. It's not a huge increase, but again, it continues to add and tries to keep up with some cost of living adjustments. So again, if you wanna know more about social security and whether or not you should receive the benefits early or wait, we actually have programs. We sit down with our clients and we go through and we, we do what we call a social security maximizer. So it determines what would be your best benefit and what would be the best time for you to take social security. If you'd like to talk to me about it, give me a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. You know, since March, the world has changed. And unless you're living under a rock, you realize exactly what I'm talking about. I, I, I made a comment to somebody. I said, I feel like I've lived 10 years in less than one. There has been so much that has happened. Let's go back and kind of recap. I mean, you know, what, you know, January, February of this year and leading into March, we had some of the best economic news we would have. I mean, it's almost unbelievable how good it was. Unemployment was was dropping to the lowest level in over 50 years. We had uh, economic growth. I mean, if you were in a in a, a you know didn't have a high school diploma, you had a high school diploma but didn't have a college degree. We saw the most significant rise in income in those particular categories. It was just it was very very good. We saw companies coming back to the United States, and then all of a sudden we got slapped hard. A pandemic hit, and it seems like the world changed overnight. So right now we are in the midst of a huge restructuring. Now we're we're long past March, but I think the uh, question that we have from a lot of people is with all this stimulus, all this stimulus that's been provided, we're talking trillions of dollars, and they have another one on deck for probably somewhere close to one and a half to two trillion dollars that will probably go into the system. In other words, it'll go into the economy before the end of the year, something. But there's a huge restructuring because of the high unemployment and the number of companies that have had to deal with the pandemic for no other reason other than the, the government has shut them down. So therefore you have this, this whole thing that's going in and is it going to cause inflation? All this money that's being pumped into the system, will there be inflation? And, it, and, it, and what we're seeing, at least right now, the evidence shows that there really is not a huge inflationary factor. So what we have is, you know, the, the threat of money surge causing high inflation is very low. 
And, and most of this is because the money is being put to prop up people and businesses. And it, if you understand, and I won't get into all the details of the economic analysis, but across the globe, virtually every central bank in the world is pumping more money to their people. Now, when that happens in unison, it typically doesn't cause inflation. What did people, we're just getting money into people's hands. Now, it could cause stagflation. In other words, we may have um, low inflation and it could be lower for longer. Uh, for those of you that are economic historians, Japan has gone through this for almost 20 years. They pumped a lot of money into their system and they tried to save their banks and a lot of their larger companies from failure instead of going through a restructuring and bankruptcy. Well, what it did is it created just kind of this zombie company and it was supported by the government. And they're just now we're starting to get out of that when all of a sudden the uh, pandemic hit. But what I'm saying is we have the potential for moderate or subdued growth because of the amount of money. Now, again, I don't know what the outcome is gonna be over time, but we're starting to see within economics. So right now the, the marketplace has been driven principally by a handful of stocks. We're talking about Amazon, Apple, you know, Tesla, some of these companies, these are mostly the technology stocks. And these are the companies that have dealt with uh, homebound, the change of business, the interface, the interface and relationships that we have with each other. They're the ones that have done really well. But recently, we have had what we call a breath trust, a breath thrust. Um, and what this stands for is that it is a, is a, is, is a time when in a 10-day period that stocks, advancing stocks outnumber decliners by at least two to one. Now, this is a terminology that's used within our industry on traders, but it's called a breath thrust. And when this occurs, that doesn't happen very often, but it happened just recently. And this gives us great hope past the election. So as we move past the election, when this has occurred in the past, and it's only happened 29 times since 1990, but the market, it starts to signal that the market is, is starting to, money is moving away from the high flyers. In other words, those handful of stocks that I mentioned earlier and into the general marketplace because over 60% of the companies are still in a negative track. Now, again, those, those industries that are in the hospitality sector have been hit extremely hard and they're not going to recover anytime soon just because of the pandemic. And I think we're going to see changes within that, in that business model. But I'm talking about generally across the board, other businesses that have not been the recipient of growth. And what we're also seeing is a change in globalism. So what we're seeing is that companies are moving back and they're moving back into the United States. So there's a big restructuring. I mentioned last week, remember the United States is the 900 pound gorilla in the world. So therefore, whatever we do, it has an impact upon almost every other country in the world. And right now we are pulling back. Now, one of the things that when we start pulling back manufacturing, either closer to our shores, like Mexico, for example, or back into inside of our uh, borders like here in the United States, the cost of goods and services potentially could rise because you have a higher labor cost. I think that's going to be offset by technology. I think you're going to see a lot more robotics, and I think you're going to see a lot more technology used in the manufacturing process to keep the price of goods and services lower. So out of this, what we've seen is the Federal Reserve 
has a massive monetary toolbox. And by pumping money into everybody's hands, so with that stimulus, pumping that out there, it gave people money in their pockets. Even though they were on, on unemployment, even though they had a job reduction, it put money into it and helped to stabilize the economy. And that's why we've seen the overall economic cycle really become much more uh, beneficial to, to the economy than what we thought it was going to. And again, interest rates have been driven down to really historical lows. People are getting, I've talked to people who've got mortgage rates at like 2.75, 2.5 on a 30-year fixed. That's a phenomenal benefit if you're purchasing a home. Now, if you're a saver, and I've talked about this before, if you're looking for safety and putting money in the bank or buying really high quality corporate bonds, you're not going to see the benefit of this because interest rates are going to be lower for longer. So therefore, in order for you to make money, in order for you to have a reasonable gain on your portfolio, you have to have a equity selection that will allow you to see the growth in your portfolio. Now, this comes back to one of the things that we do with our clients is we come up with what we call required rate of return. If you go to our website, you'll see right across the right across the website, planning by the numbers. This is very important to understand what, what rate of return do you need to make on your money, on your investments, in order for your money to outlive you. In other words, you don't want to outlive your money. You want your money to outlive you. And the question really comes down, what is that, what, what kind of return do you have to have on your money? So just putting your money in the general marketplace without having the kind of brakes and airbags in place to be able to prevent losses in the event of downturns, you need to understand what kind of risk you're willing to take or what you have to take in order to sustain your capital for the rest of your life. So therefore, what we're looking at is that you have to stay focused on equities and the selection of those stocks, the selection of those equities is really important. How you balance that out is going to be going back to what is the required rate of return that you need in order to sustain your portfolio for the rest of your life. And again, that all comes back to budgetary analysis, cost of living adjustments, how much debt you have. There's a lot of factors that go into it. And that's what we do when we build a plan. We, do, we sit down with people and we start, to, we start to put the architectural aspects together so that they are building a financial plan that will last them for the rest of their life. If you'd like to do that, I'd be more than happy to sit down and talk with you. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. See, I'm sure most of you understand that President Trump uh, got COVID-19. And with that, um, he had to go to the hospital, went to Walter Reed. But he was given a, um, 
you know, a, a kind of a cocktail that, that even those people that are severely ill, a lot of these, a lot of these drugs he got were experimental. So they're not available to the general public because he's the president of the United States. Uh, he was able to get access to this. And again, I, I don't, I don't feel like that's necessarily bad or whatever. I think he should have, he is the, he's the president and he should get whatever treatment is necessary to give him a cure. But I think it's remarkable that he's bounced back as quickly as he has, you know, because of his age and uh, they consider him to be obese. He's overweight. Some of those uh, characteristics would be, uh, would put him on as the most uh, vulnerable um, as far as the, the COVID. But I think everybody was kind of surprised at how quickly he bounced back. Now, there's an article in the Wall Street Journal that was published on October the 6th, and I cut it out, and I want to share it with you. And if you'd like to have a free reprint of this, I'll be more than happy to send it out to you. But the name of the article says, Trump takes zinc. Maybe you should, too. And what this article uh, talks about is what some doctors and um, what they're doing is they're saying that zinc plays a critical part in the recovery uh, from COVID. And, and it, it says that it because it regulates metabolism and the immune system. So over the years, many studies have found that people with low levels are more likely to develop pneumonia and re recurring septus, as well as suffer from conditions such as diabetes, kidney disease, and chronic fatigue syndrome. Now, many of you, I'm sure, go out and take a supplement of some kind, but maybe because of your age or maybe your underlying health conditions, maybe you should take a reassessment. Now, again, I'm not a doctor, and I don't want to make, I want to make sure that you understand I'm not dispensing medical advice. So I'll send you this article, but I would suggest that you sit down and talk with your physician to see whether or not this is pertinent to you. Don't just go out and start taking a bunch of zinc. Um, but Mr. Trump was receiving treatment, but he, he was also taking um, zinc and what they're saying that this is probably one of the contributing factors of why he recovered as well as he did. And the zinc blood levels of 43 micrograms per deciliter. Now again, I'm reading from the article. This is this is not, this is not off the top of my head. Survivors had 63. So what they're saying, a level of 70. So for those of you that get your blood work done periodically, I get mine done every six months, and I look at some key levels in my blood work based upon what my doctors and I, what I've been reading, what I want to see. And the optimal level is 70, apparently is considered to be normal. But he said people that are a certain age or have certain underlying conditions, they drop below those. And he said, this has a lot to do with the zinc deficiency and it depresses the immune function. And this article goes on to talk about an infectious agent will spur the body to produce more white blood cells, but severely ill COVID-19 patients tend to have low levels of lipticycles, and antibody treatments like the one Mr. Trump is receiving are in part intended to compensate for a sluggish immune response in the earlier stages of the disease that later can result in inflammatory cyclokine storm. Now, again, these are medical terms and, 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 uh, and the terminology, again, I don't wanna make sure, I wanna make sure you understand I'm not a physician, but I think there is something to be said because there's been more than one article that's talked about this. So if you want to have a copy of this article, give me a call at my office, 951-684-7011, or just go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com 
and ask for the article on zinc. We'd be more than happy to send you out a free reprint and you can read this in your own, at your own time and leisure and talk to your physician about it and see whether or not it's something you want to use for yourself. So until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances, the information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.